Uh, hi guys, thank you for tuning into uh, an episode of Planning for the Worst. I wanted to just quickly pop in and give a quick disclaimer about the beginning. I sound so tired at the beginning. Uh, I explained in the episode, but I just woken up from a nap and I was really tired. So I sound kind of dead at the beginning, but if you just bear with me for the first couple minutes of the show, I promise I wake up and that it gets better. Uh, but. I just wanted to let you know that I might sound dead at the very beginning, but I promise I'm still alive, and it, it definitely gets better as it goes on. So, thanks guys for listening, and I hope you enjoy. Preston. Hello, Sam. Oh, boy, oh, boy. I'm so happy. I don't even know why. I'm just giddy from <laughs> giddy from the bottom of my gut to the top of my head. Uh, what show is this, Preston? <laughs> it's the it's the Christmas spirit, Sam, living inside of you. That's what it oh, is. That's, oh, that's um, so exciting. I love December. Okay. <laughs> this is uh, this is planning for the worst. This is a, a show that I, Preston, and my friend Sam, we uh, host together we talk about these uh, kind of absurd ideas that we come up with and that sometimes, you know, we get from other people. And we sort of just explore what that hypothetical world would look like and how to handle the terrible problems that we're presented with on a weekly basis when we record this. Uh, we've got a couple of exciting things for you guys today. Uh, so many. But oh, first, the best ideas we've ever had. Yes, best ideas that we've ever had. But I suppose that's a subjective idea. <laughs> um and I would like to just personally say, I'm sorry if I sound a little tired right now. Oh, my we God. <laughs> I I just I woke up from a nap uh, uh, a little gosh, a Preston. little less than an hour ago. And I've been I've been serving at my church nonstop this whole week. And it has drove me into the ground. Uh, but Sam and I agreed to, we agreed to record today, no matter what happened, no matter what, Sam, and I will not go back on my promise to record, no matter how tired or how sore my body may be. This, this is going to go down, this, this is going to go down in history as either one of our best or worst episodes, completely <laughs> dependent on how Preston sounds right now, because I mean, I'm hearing him through these <laughs> crappy earbuds, so I have no idea. He could sound completely miserable and sick. I mean, he sort of sounds like that to me, but I'm like, well, part of that's the, part of that's the earbuds, obviously. He definitely doesn't sound that bad in person, right? So he could sound absolutely <laughs> miserable and I would have no idea. Um, <laughs> I don't, from my own judgment, I don't think think I personally sound miserable. Do I not sound nearly as upbeat as I normally do? Yes. Perhaps this is a new Preston that the listeners will enjoy. Maybe I was too upbeat in our normal recordings. That's that's probably not true, but you know, I'm just kind of <laughs> trying to look at some positive spin to this fact that I'm very very tired at the moment. <laughs> but but Preston, anyways, the fact is this is an episode with lots of reasons to be excited because ladies this. and gentlemen, believe it or not, We've asked you all this, all these past eight episodes, we've been asking you and asking you to send us your ideas, and plenty of you have, but this is the first episode that me and Preston, the main idea, the big main one, we've had some honorable mentions uh, brought in from listeners, but this is the first uh, episode where the main idea is one contributed to us by a listener, and we'll get to that eventually, uh, but first, Preston, I believe you have an honorable mention that is still our brainchild. We haven't fully seeded... Yes control of the episode it is we do, still do have one thing that's our little baby uh, uh we've got we've got let's one idea it. baby it is uh titled say when this oh, idea <laughs> stemmed from stem from the quote how much sauce is too much sauce sort of a play on the the don't get lost in the sauce uh meme i guess it was a sure. meme right okay I think somebody had said that to be funny at least once so yeah at least at least one time in the entire timeline of humanity someone said that once and so sam he took this idea and he crafted a, a beautiful idea from it and uh we want to try it out what happens if you go to a restaurant you know post covid when that's okay mm -hmm. uh, or we could travel back in time to pre-covid whichever you prefer 
Um, and the waiter comes over and he starts he starts grounding some pepper onto your onto whatever onto your pasta or onto your your main course or or cheese or anything like that. He starts going and he says, "Say when." Um, but what if you just don't? What if you just don't say say when? You just yeah, don't say if, when. <laughs> you never said when. <laughs> what if you just didn't? Well, okay. To start, we have to go off the assumption that unless you say when, they can't stop. They have to keep giving you pepper. That's sort of the yeah. social contract you enter with the waiter, right? Like as soon as yes. whenever whenever they start going, I mean there's nothing that's going to stop them cranking except your command, right? Their whole their tip, their salary, their job is completely dependent on them continuing to crank pepper. Yeah, so, it's dependent <laughs> on you and the word win when you say win. <laughs> hmm. Well, <laughs> they have to keep going. There's not um, going to be any problem course, on our end, right? Sitting in the chair. Like, it's going to be, we're going to be able to, like, not say it, you know? Like, it's yeah, not going to no, be, like, easy. physically hard. Easy part. The hard part is probably for the waiter, right? Because once he cranks all the pepper <laughs> out of that, like, pepper tube thing that they have, the weird pepper grinder tube thing, after he cranks all the pepper out of that, what does he do then? Because you still haven't said when, which yeah. means you want more pepper, I guess. And he has to get it to you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, so first of all, understand that the customer is always right in this scenario. Yes. If you go against the customer, you're committing, you know, federal crime, pretty much. Let's, you're let's wrong. Exist, let, well, it, I could be right in this in this reality that we've created for ourselves. I could be right. <laughs> um, no, no, no. I okay. mean, the, the waiter would be wrong if the customer's always right and you don't give the customer oh. the pepper. Then you would be wrong. By definition. Yes. So, and you can't yeah. be wrong. That'd be horrible. Uh, uh-uh. So, yeah. Terrible. So, so there's a couple things that you could do. I mean, you either get dishonorably discharged from your restaurant uh, or you keep going. If you run, the first time that you run out of pepper, uh, you have to commit to continue to bring pepper to them, of course. And so you could just refill it and keep going and refill it and keep going, which is the first thing you would think of. But there's one... Uh, there's one problem that occurs whenever you keep going with the amount of pepper, and it's just, uh, first of all, it's going to, I'm so sorry, Sam, I'm so tired. I Dude, I I'm know. I'm not tracking. Here, listen, I'll take over for a second. I'll take over for a minute. You just take a break. I'm so listen, sorry. Let's take a look at the uh, end game. Let's, <laughs> Preston, you just take a little nap for a minute. I'll take over the podcast for one second. Okay. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Let, oh, my. Preston, you got to get a grip, man. All right. Episode resume. Hey, um, <laughs> let's take a look at the end game of this uh, pepper pasta situation, right? Because we can, I mean, this is, a, this is a game. I like to know where we're going with these ideas, right? And so what I started mm-hmm. realizing is you went on that tangent a minute ago, Preston, that was going nowhere. Um, is that there is not like we can go beat by beat on this story. Right. But like how much how far are we going to go on this like infinite timeline? Right. Because there's never going to be a point when he puts enough pepper on there. Right. The wind condition for us in this situation is nothing. We're just sort of here experiencing all this pepper. So like, OK, so the guy runs out of pepper from his pepper grinder. Right. He sort of like. He could go to his neighbor waiter and be like, hey, can I have your pepper grinder? This dude hasn't said when yet. And I think as soon as he says something like that, the other waiter is now sort of called in to the fray, right? Because as soon as another waiter is aware that you haven't said when, maybe is there sort of like a waiter's code, like a sort of a deal, a contract that all the waiters have with each other? Like, I know that we're all serving our own tables, right? But I mean, like, if this, if this guy doesn't say when, like, I might need to use your pepper, you might need to use mine. Like, we're not individuals here. We're just sort of all working together to solve this problem. Yeah, working together as a as a collective union. I think that would happen. That's a, that, that is a, a nice reality that I like to envision, is that all the, all the waiters are working together for the common good of the customer. And when right, someone well, doesn't okay, say so- when, that's like a, that's like a code red scenario, like, uh, 20, 23 19 this guy hasn't said when yet oh that's i need perfect. your help okay. <laughs> so that's actually great so so i was imagining like all right so as soon as he realizes the waiter when he gets to the end of that first pepper grinder i think that's when he realizes that something bad is happening i mean maybe there's like 
okay, probably a little sooner than that is when he realizes that something <laughs> bad is happening. And maybe he just yeah. sort of like, he like nods his head at the other waiter. He's like, this is it. This is what we've been training for. And so that waiter <laughs> runs to the back of the restaurant. He slams the, he breaks the glass with the little hammer and he presses the button and it sends out a, a radio to everyone in the, every waiter in the country. It's like, they're not saying when. We need all your country. pepper now. Yes, oh yes, 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 yes. Well, because here's the deal, Preston, is the pasta is going to get cold. The pasta is going to get cold, and you're not going to be able to eat it anymore, and you're going to leave a bad review on the restaurant. So, so they need to get you to the get pepper. It done in like, are you trying to get it done in like 15 minutes or less? Well, no. Okay. Is that so their see, mission? We, we could do it like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But all I'm saying is the pasta... Like, as long as you are continuously putting pepper on the pasta, the customer is at fault then, right? You know, like, if oh, they don't say yeah. when and their pasta gets cold, that's the customer's fault. But if the customer doesn't say when and you, like, spend 10 minutes running around looking for pepper and you come back <laughs> and you start cranking, they have every means they, they could possibly want to leave a bad Yelp. Yelp? Is that the name of it? Yeah, that's the name of it. Yeah. yeah. It doesn't sound like a word. Um, yeah, so they can leave a bad Yelp review at that point. Uh, and that's when you're doomed. So I think the game here has to be like, how much, how long can you continuously put pepper on this pasta? Because, I mean, a good lord, you can't just, I mean, yeah, well, okay, so he gets all the peppers on the planet and he starts grinding them up <laughs> in his pepper shaker. That's nothing. That's not even an idea. So, <laughs> so like, how quickly could the, so you'd have to be like, well, could we get the people from the Olive Garden across the street? Could they come and bring all their pepper grinders? Is that going to mm-hmm. work? How, like, you have this big restock line with all the waiters lined up. Preston, help me out here. What are we, <laughs> how do we keep yeah, getting pasta, so, pepper on this guy's pasta? If we've got this coalition of waiters that have come together for this, this horrible moment, then I would imagine, at least, that every single waiter is sort of lined up at your table, just waiting for their opportunity to come forward, empty their pepper grinder, and then, like, cycle around somewhere and get more pepper and get back into the line mm-hmm. just to get yeah. ready to come back around again. Um, so I think in terms of, like, making sure you're consistently delivering pepper, that's fine. But there's another issue that I just thought of that we've not addressed yet. Uh-oh. Um with the amount of pepper that we're bringing into this restaurant, Sam, surely we're going to be filling it up pretty soon with just pepper, right? Is it possible for the person to even stay at the table, though? Because, like, the whole place is oh. going to be full of pepper. Yeah, they're going to probably need to leave <laughs> at some point. <laughs> when they're, like, waist deep in pepper, do you think they have a moment where they're like, <laughs> where they're like oh, boy. Yeah, the waiters are coming in on with snowshoes to get pasta, to get pepper to, towards my pasta. So I think maybe now is the time that I should get a to-go it's- box. Like <laughs> It's like in ships whenever they're, like, water's breached. It's like... But here, okay, there's so here's something pepper. though. <laughs> yeah, no, that's great. <laughs> so there's like, okay, okay, okay. Here's something. So like, whenever the waiter says to you, "Say when," like when, although that's what he says, like that's the contract he's setting up. There are other exit clauses, right? Like, I guess like if you, if you like if while the waiter was this is just we're back at a normal restaurant scenario here. If while the waiter okay. was cranking pepper onto your pasta. You just like got up and left like <laughs> like the waiter is not going to continue like you have broken the contract. You've left the table. So I don't think the yeah. guy gets to leave. I don't think he gets to leave because if you were to get up and get up, walk away from the table, you have forfeited your right to the pepper. Like he's your waiter yeah, can lost stop. the game. Yeah, you don't. He doesn't owe you anything anymore. You by leaving have said win. So I don't think the guy leaves in that case. Does the waiter have, like, a Hippocratic oath? Like, should I provide pepper always whenever they ask for it? Or if the (laughs) life of the person at the table comes into question, should I stop? Because if we bury them in pepper, they will not survive. I think that um, if the person gets up and leaves, they have to stop. If the person's health is in question, so if the guest, like, has a death wish, like, he's like, I'm going out by pepper, (laughs) then does does the waiter have to keep going? So, okay, well, because what I was I was thinking is like, all right, well, if you can't get up and the waiter uh, can't stop unless you're like choking to death, uh, then that means we just fill up the room until you start to have a hard time breathing. And then that's when the waiter's (laughs) like, all right, pull him up. And then you he excavates you from the pepper and you leave. But if we say that he can't stop even then, 
Then once the customer dies from the pepper, then at that point, <laughs> I think he, he stops. Because stop. <laughs> at that point, you have. You've gotten up and left the table, right? But you've left the table yeah. into the ethereal plane. You haven't done it. <laughs> you haven't done it earthly. Like your body is still at the table, but your body can't eat the pasta. So, um, yeah. <laughs> so at that point, I think you're done. Like, I think that's it. Did we do a segment? Is that the segment of the show? You just yeah. fill, the, so, fill the room with pepper until you die or get lifted out of the pepper, I guess. <laughs> So the moral of the story is that the waiters will pretty much always win. They have a very powerful coalition that no one customer could ever single-handedly defeat. Yeah, you won't be able to, like, (laughs) trick them into not giving you enough pepper that you could leave a bad Yelp review. Like, it's going to come down to your failure of dying (laughs) or getting up, you know? It's going to come down to your life. And (laughs) Yeah, don't play chicken with the waiters. They're not messing around. They will give you enough pepper, man. (laughs) Maybe... Maybe someday we'll try and tackle this this evil coalition of waiters again. We'll see if we can take them down someday. But for now, we've been defeated by the waiters. But uh, that was fun. And that's an <laughs> episode, that's that's a whole segment. We did it. That was pl- we planned for the worst. Okay, so yes. now we've got our main topic. It's the first main topic brought to us by a yes. listener. This is from uh some this is from uh, a uh, Mr. M C Mushroom, uh, and his idea for us today is um. Okay, so you get, you and me, Preston, we live on Earth. We're familiar with Earth and all of its joys and its wonders, right? There's a lot to enjoy about life on Earth. Uh, Yes. But if you were an alien and you had just landed on Earth, you Mm -hmm. wouldn't know any of the cool stuff to do. You wouldn't even know where to start. Um, So our goal today, Preston, (laughs) is... We have an alien. He just landed here. He just landed here on Earth, and well, like we don't share a backyard. Uh, but what if we were staying at like you know a Motel Six, and then this <laughs> alien like crashed through the ceiling? Um, if in that situation, where would we? And he's okay. Gosh, there's so many steps to this, right? So that alien, yeah. he don't know nothing about our planet. He knows no. nothing about it. We are. But the he first. does know one thing. He's here for only a week. He's here for exactly. Well, I don't know how many hours a week is. I'll be honest. I'm not even <laughs> close to knowing that fact. Uh, but he's here for exactly one week. Uh, and we need to maximize his time on Earth. Give him all the pleasures, all the joys. That's our goal today, Preston. We have exactly okay. one week, seven days uh, to experience everything that the world has to offer. With yeah. lit- with like travel restrictions and everything. Like that's what we're doing. Okay. 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 Uh, two things before we get started that I want to bring up. Uh, one, uh, in what scenario, Sam, do you and I find ourselves in a Motel 6 together? And where is this Motel 6 at? Where, where oh, Where's our I starting guess, yeah, point? <laughs> it does really matter, actually, like where we're starting from. Um, and a motel is probably... If we get to pick our starting place, then we probably shouldn't start at a motel. Because that, as far <laughs> as, like, joy de vivre, is, like, one of the worst places to get started. One of the um, saddest places, I think, in the U.S. is the motel. <laughs> motel Six. Yeah, you're right. Um, okay, so well, okay, well, what if we picked? Well, is it cheating? Is it cheating to like pick a special place? Like, all right, we're gonna start at the top of Mount Everest. It probably huh. is. Like, I, I was oh, just kind of making a joke about like what in the world would bring us to a Motel Six, you know? Mm. <laughs> hotel reviews. Um, new podcast we're starting where we review motel rooms. Um, from inside them. Cool. What a concept. Um, Sounds so intriguing. (laughs) And then the second thing. (laughs) (laughs) I'm cool with that. We can roll with that. The second thing, Sam, which I think is ultimately more important, is what is this this alien's name? We got to name him. Oh, do we have to name them? Oh, Lord. I don't... Jeremy? I was thinking... (laughs) I was thinking Reginald. Uh, Reginald? Oh, baby. That's a name. I'd like to name him Reginald after there is a there's a rubber duck that I received from one of my friends in my freshman year of college. And I still have Reginald today. He sits on my microphone, actually. He is the protector of my microphone. I love Reginald with my whole heart. And I think it would be fitting if we named the alien Reginald as well. If you're can I call him Reggie? Sure. Call him Reggie. Cool. 
I, I like to have nicknames for people. Anyways, that was pointless. Um, okay, so he has a name, and we're in a Motel Six. Where? Okay, where specifically? What? Where? What town in the country are we starting in? Uh, because that is important, right? Like, because again, this is a very. It's going to be like a detail-heavy episode. Yeah, we need to figure out where we're starting from, so that way we know what to do. Uh, we can make a it difficult continental for United States. Continental United States, I think, is a good place to to mm-hmm. start from, right? centralized i mean we're in missouri you and i so that's actually i mean that's a good starting place but it's also easy to justify because that's where we are you know um (laughs) okay uh great all right so there we're we're in a motel six somewhere in missouri so we're starting missouri then okay yeah so yeah okay i know there's a motel (laughs) six in joplin uh because sam you and i you and i stayed at a motel six in joplin once together actually that's right. Yes, yeah, we should <laughs> tournament. Yes, correcto. God, that place sucked. That hotel was not good. <laughs> that um, was so <laughs> bad. <laughs> anyways, yeah. So, all right. So we're in this crappy Motel Six in Joplin, Missouri, and an alien, like you know, just knocks on our door. I guess Reggie, Reggie, not an alien. Reginald <laughs> knocks on our door with a name tag, and I guess he speaks English. Because there's going to be communication problems if he doesn't. So we'll just say he's already figured out our language. So that way we know what to do. And he's like, hey, guys, I don't know Jack about this planet, but I'm only (laughs) here for a week and I really need to enjoy myself. I've got to head back to alien work in a bit. And that place, that sucks. I hate alien work. So you guys got to help me enjoy my one week of vacation time. Um, (laughs) Well, all right. Well, Preston, let's start and let's just figure out all the things about life that are worth living. Oh, wow. Let's just think. Well, we'll make sort of big groups, right? Because I thought that like like there's there's great meals to eat. Right. And there's Mm -hmm. great things to see. You know, you want to experience some art, maybe like what are the things that we're trying to get done here? Because once we figure that out, I think it'll be easier to make a plan. That is true. Um, Can the can the alien express the same sort of emotional feelings that we have for aesthetic works of art so like if he were to see paintings like if we did go to the louvre does he have the same sort of like appreciation for it i guess he probably has um he's probably got a better like mental framework than we do i would assume right because he's like an outer being I he's don't probably know. a little bit smarter than us <laughs> yeah he's probably a little smarter than we are right and so i assume like, that can he like taste okay. food like are the, is his senses all the same as ours because oh, like, <laughs> like how do we question. even, how do we even know what good what stuff is good for an alien? Like mm. we don't we haven't met Reginald before this moment. We don't know what his taste in music is. Like if we take him to a death metal concert, it might be the coolest thing. <laughs> like that might be the thing he wants to see. I've but got an idea. But we're taking a big gamble on that, you know. <sighs> yes, I've got an idea. The very okay. first thing that we must do with Reginald is take him on, uh, you know those like reality TV dating shows? We take him on one of those, and we learn more about him. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, okay. But we don't have Reginald is going (laughs) on Love at First Sight, and we're going to learn about his personality. (laughs) That's a really smart idea. Although the problem is, Preston, casting for those things happens like months in advance, I think. So yeah. if we wanted to get him on one of those, I mean, it'd be pretty tricky to do it on the fly. I mean, we could obviously we could market the fact that he is an alien. Um, yeah, but come on. Even surely, that would only get us we're able a to get little people, further in the line. Surely we're able to get him there within the first couple of days. And, you know, all we have to say is we've got an alien and we want it to go on your show. I, I figure yeah, every exactly. single producer would die to have that sort of opportunity. So, yeah, but OK, well, maybe there's a better. OK, well. I love the idea of putting him on a dating show, but those are really hard to get on. Maybe there's a better way to do this. Like another way to find out about people is through news interviews. Right. So maybe that first night we call up, we call up like NBC and we're like, hey, get your reporter guy down here uh, and interview our alien, please. We don't know anything about him and we really have a mission to get going on. So we would love it if you could do an interview with our alien, please. Uh And then maybe we would learn about him through that. But <laughs> maybe or another idea, we could take Reginald on a date. <laughs> oh, okay. uh, fun group date with Reginald. That's good. 
Okay, That's good. I'll, I'll 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 stop on that bit. I'll I'll back off on it. Uh, news interview would be good if you wanna if you wanna go with that. Just get to know him better. I like uh, the group date better. I like the group date oh, okay. better because okay because here and here's my justification. Here's my justification because there is nothing. Like, we need to maximize every second, right? And that's going to be mm-hmm. a running through line through the, for this entire episode. We need to maximize every second with Reginald. And there is nothing exciting or livable about, you know, a news interview. Like, it's going to be that's boring. True. You're going to be in a studio. It's going to be too bright. You're going to be thirsty. It's going to be sucked. <laughs> but there is some, there is a, it's an important memory in your life. Your first date on Earth. Everybody remembers, <laughs> everybody remembers their first date on Earth. Everybody remembers that specifically. So yeah. that would be something. That's a great way to start. We do a group date with Reginald. And <laughs> here's my and here's my second idea, Preston, because all right, so now where are we taking him? Or oh. I don't, Yeah, so where are we taking him? We are gonna so my idea here is maybe the only way to experience the true like joys of life is to have something to contrast it to like if you dropped down onto earth and your first meal was the best meal ever made on earth everything else would feel empty compared to that yeah like i think we need to get better and better as the week goes on and so we're set up in a perfect like bottom of human experience (laughs) already we're in a motel six yeah we're let's just (laughs) let's just take him to the continental breakfast and like oh no eat, eat a crappy waffle and like a a bag of fruit loops like oh gosh could you imagine going on a date at a motel 6 morning no motel 6 continental breakfast yeah it's a pretty rough way to start um it's a rough way to start day 1 on earth um but that's the point right like the point is it sucks yeah i guess you can only go up from here <laughs> <laughs> like it's great because even if we mess up now like it will still be an improvement right like <laughs> even if our plan doesn't work like okay reginald will have a good time reggie's cool now because he had a crappy breakfast um <laughs> <laughs> you're one of us now kid <laughs> <laughs> okay so we have we take reggie on a group date to the motel six continental breakfast and I guess, so that means he got here in, like, the early morning then, right? Because if this is the first thing we're doing, he got here yeah. at the break of dawn. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then a week from now, he'll leave at the break of dawn. And so we start, we say, hey, Reggie, I know how we're going to start this. <laughs> you, me, and Preston, we are going to the Motel 6 Continental Breakfast. And you eat there, and it sucks. And you're like, well, this is bad. <laughs> Let's do something better. Let's do something better, Reggie. What do we start, what do we go do next then? Because I guess at this point we do know about Reggie and we, oh, oh that was the whole point of this, right? Was to find out about him. <sighs> mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So we, we get to know Reggie over Continental Breakfast. Again, not a great place to do it, but it's a good, it's no. a good, it's a good bottom point to bounce off of. Because, you know, like, like we said, you're only going up from here. We could, I don't know what kind of attractions there are in Joplin, but we could, uh, fly somewhere we could we could make arrangements at the beginning of the week how about this we'll make arrangements at the beginning of the week um to like we buy all the plane tickets that we need to take the trips right. that we need to go yeah so we have to I guess with, so with reggie right? over, over over continental breakfast then i guess we could spend like you know while we're eating we could sort of talk to reggie and i, I guess here's something i have to just say because we joked about it at the start and i have to resolve it he has to have our same senses and our same human experiences, basically, like he is an alien, but he might as well have just been a human that had never seen the earth before. <laughs> yeah, um, like he because otherwise we have nothing to go off of here. Like if we say that, like w- otherwise it's nothing. Right. So mm-hmm. Reggie's supposed to be the everyman. And so in order to do that, he kind of has to be that. So, you know, so we're sitting there with Reggie over constant breakfast. We spend like a couple of hours on this first day, like getting all our travel sorted out. Um but, like, I don't know. What do we need to get done? Like, where are we going? What are we doing? Okay. I think you're right that the first thing to do would be get in the air and mm-hmm. fly somewhere better than Joplin. Yes. Um, Joplin is perhaps <laughs> the worst place that you could ever start, which I guess is fitting. You know, worst location, worst food. Uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. So so we buy our plane tickets. We could take them around the U.S. first. Uh, we could show them the sights. One uh, of the cool things in the U.S.? Depends on the narrative that you take, I guess, right? If you wanted to mm-hmm. show him, like, 
the kind of darker side of the U.S. You could take him to Vegas. You could show him gambling. Can we get an alien mm. hooked on gambling? Is that wrong? I would. Yeah, that I think seems it unethical. <laughs> yeah. So like, well, okay, but here's something interesting, right? That's uh, part of the human experience. Uh, <laughs> content warning for drug abuse. People would say that drugs are like the highest highs, but then, Yikes. but then <laughs> you hit a really bad low after the fact, right? We can't. So if we're trying we to maximize, give his, him drugs though, right? <laughs> no, I know, but here's okay. So here's my idea: is like as long as he doesn't experience those lows on Earth, then he's only experienced our he's experienced all our best. So I'd say like the last like. 10 minutes he spends on earth we just like shoot him full of every drug we can find oh my god um, and so then he he goes on this crazy high and then he blasts off oh but you shouldn't uh fly your spaceship while on drugs so that plan never works because we can't because right because he'll either be on the low or the high and that'll be bad for flying um you so also we can't. sorry that plan probably a kill him oh yeah it's not safe exactly i guess oh yeah, man you know. Okay, Jeez. super drug cocktail. Throw that out the window. Okay, but Throw here's an objection I have. <laughs> okay, okay. Well, here's a problem right off the bat, Preston, with what you've presented, with that idea of, like, flying around the U.S., seeing everything. Like, as much as I want to show him, like, the seven wonders of the world, we can't, like, do that. Because we are going to, we're like, otherwise, then that makes his whole week, like, airplanes, right? Like, That's riding true. around in an airplane. Like, it's not... Because we can't exactly show him everything. We already know that going into it. We can't show him everything. So we need uh-huh. to figure out a way to maximize this week and make it the best. And since we're starting from Joplin, Missouri, like, yes, airplanes are probably the best way to get around. But I think we should pick, like, a couple of central places that we want to spend time in and maximize, like, everything yeah. in those places. Because we can't just uh-huh. spend the whole time flying around. That's not Do we? Does he have a... Does he have an aircraft they came in on, or has he crash landed oh, on the so on the Earth? Perfect. Yes. No. He landed his flying saucer like in the Motel Six parking lot, um, <laughs> and that's awkward because he didn't pay. We get there. We get out there in the morning. And we find out he didn't pay for parking, and he like landed on someone's Jeep. Uh, and oh so no! Kinda, yeah, there's there's gonna be a couple problems we have to sort out, like literally, like with the ticket that the cops gave him. Uh, but other yeah. than that, like you know, I think we can use his. Oh, do we have faster than light travel? Maybe than Preston? Surely we do, hmm? right? Oh yes! We All fit. right, we, we solved our travel instantly. problem so quick. Oh, that's perfect. Okay, so yeah. now we can really make the most of the world. Then can't we? Oh, oh we, we can see the seven wonders of the up. world in an afternoon. Oh, perfect. Okay. All right. So then let's. All right. Let's get going. Okay. Let's do it. <laughs> Here's. All right. So we have our travel figured out for like literally the whole time. Oh, that's perfect. Um, And okay. So what I when I was thinking about this episode in advance, I was like, all right. So what if we did like themed days? So like, mm-hmm. I mean, like what? We're, what? I don't know what timestamp we're at. I think we're at like 35 minutes into, into this episode right now. So we've got like, you know, 25 <laughs> to 30 minutes of time left to figure out we what we're sp- doing. We spent a long time talking about Pepper. Uh, yeah, sorry. Pepper went too long. It was a kind of, yeah, that was too long. Apologies if that went a, a little longer than you wanted it to. Okay, but here's the thing. So w- when I was thinking about this in advance, I was like, all right, we've got like days. We've got seven days. Let's theme the days, right? So day one, we have a theme for it, and we get everything done that we think is important on day one, and then we just go mm-hmm. down the list, right? Yeah. <sighs> Excluding food, because we'll just try to eat something cool for every meal. Um uh-huh. What should we be doing day by day to what should we be showing this man? Because he's got faster than I travel. We can get anywhere, Preston, anywhere on Earth. So is sticking with the the mantra of best of worst to best that we that we're starting with, because, you know, he's staying in Motel 6. Smart. We could do that for every single day and start him like in a bad spot of the, the theme thing and then end with the very best of it all. So if you want oh, to good. do like, you know, beautiful locations, you could take him to. Um, like a power plant or, you know, somewhere that's like really unhealthy, like they got bad air quality and it looks nasty. You could like take them there first and then Mm -hmm. you could end the day like at the top of the Eiffel Tower in Paris or, you know, overlooking the horizons on top of Mount Everest, somewhere like that, something like that. Um, Okay. Let's start with places first then. I think that's, I think that's a good starting point uh, for day one. 
So what what would be the worst place, Sam? Do you think? Uh, What's the worst to tourist start? location <laughs> in the entire world? I mean, hey, that's a tricky <laughs> question. <laughs> okay. Uh, I mean, like you could I go feel, places that like just are bad for like inhabiting. We could take them to Siberia if we wanted to. Oh <laughs> yeah, it's just like Siberia. a big cold, windy place. Like, yeah. hey, you know, look at this. There's nothing here. Um, <laughs> honestly, I mean. It, <laughs> it, we are starting in a Motel 6 on this first day. Like, if we're doing places, like, hey, that's a pretty rough way to start, right? Yeah, so, it is. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we could just stick with that as, like, the starting place. And then, okay. I don't know. So we, okay, so we, I guess the goal here is not even just to show him the best of the world, but to show him the full swath of human experiences, you uh-huh. know, maybe the only reason anybody is able to enjoy the best things in life is because they see things before that that aren't as good right so Mm -hmm. in order for him to experience the good stuff he has to experience the bad stuff and so we're not even trying to show him only the best stuff we just want to show him everything yeah that exists on the planet basically in terms of emotions you can feel about it (laughs) so we need to start at the worst place and get to the best place but there's middle stuff in between there what's the middle destination preston that we visit on this planet the middle stuff is like the middle stuff is gonna be like you know your towns, I'd say, like, you know, decent-sized cities are there. Is Chicago? Is Chicago, like, a middle-of-the-pack, like, Sh- like yes. town? Like, Only because of cool how dangerous stuff there, it is. But it's a little dirty. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, exactly. So there is cool things to see, I guess. Like, look, it's Chicago, uh, but, like, you know, but it's dirty and dangerous. Uh, so it has its, all its downsides. What's the best place, Preston? Best place? You've got to... You've got to be going to the probably the biggest tourist places ever. So, like I said earlier, Paris. Paris um, is good. You got to uh, places like Tokyo, Japan, uh, New Zealand's just a really pretty country. So you could show them some of the pretty stuff there. Um, mm-hmm. You know, you could take him to see uh, the cities of Rome or the streets of Rome. Ooh, Rome's a city. Rome is good. <laughs> see, because okay, because it's not just like the coolest stuff now. I guess it's sort of like. You know, what's Earth been up to? Like, what's our whole deal at this point? And Rome is a good thing to, like, show an alien because it's like, hey, we've been doing cool stuff for a while, man. Like, this place used to be the coolest place. And there's now there's other cool places, but this used to be the coolest. So I guess at that point, he sort of gets the idea of our collective history as a people on Earth. Uh huh. Which is, I mean, that's like our whole point, right? So I think, yeah, historical stuff is actually a really good pick, I think. Yeah. Uh, hey, Preston. Hey, Preston. If we're doing only places on day one, um, what the heck? What else are we gonna do? <laughs> um, I've been sitting here, kind of freaking out about it for a minute or two now. <laughs> okay. And it's like, yeah. Okay, okay. So we eat good food. We eat three meals a day, and they're all good, I guess, except for we want some bad ones too. Um, Preston, take him to a Waffle Preston. House occasionally. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Okay, but like, um, Preston, what do we do day two? We saw every place. All the cool places, we saw them. Can we we go on day two? Can we see every place in one day, though? Can we extend places into like two days? Is that fair? Sure. Two days of places, yes. (laughs) Two days of places. Now we're on yeah. to experience. So by the end of the first, by the we spend our we I guess okay. So that way we have we see the nightlife of Chicago, right? Because in between those two days, we would be staying in the middling location, right? So yeah. our day one, day one kind of sucks to be honest. Day one, we start <laughs> in a Motel Six in Joplin, and through and a day of seeing just like lame bad places, yeah. we end up at a, a, I guess not a Motel Six, a middling hotel in a middling city, which is Chicago. Um, and so that's his day that's first day on earth that's one of six all right so we wake up day two uh it is it's a lovely day oh it's beautiful well yeah, not it's gonna, gonna be like kind of it's gonna be kind of cold and windy because it's chicago but it's also like oh i'm in <laughs> chicago so that's the cool part of it um yeah and then okay and then we spend a day seeing cooler and cooler stuff we see rome mm-hmm. and then we end night Sleeping literally like we've trespassed and we're sleeping on the Eiffel Tower in sleeping bags. <laughs> cool. Now, now Reggie has experienced camping. That's cool. Yeah. And oh, th- and yeah. the thrill of crime. <laughs> the thrill of crime. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that's sweet. perfect. 
Sweet. We've given a lot of experience so far. We need to move on to experiences now. There's a lot of things that Reggie needs to experience. Mm. Uh, in terms of low points, I think he probably needs to experience what it's like to be incarcerated for a while. Uh, I think <laughs> <laughs> he need to put Reggie in jail for life. Um, <laughs> so, well, oh, sorry, we, Reg. we, we put ourselves in the, in jail for like an hour, you know, just, I'm sure <laughs> oh, we so can we make just, like, that hang, happen. We hang out. Oh, I guess. Okay. So we just, we like go turn ourselves in right for breaking into the Eiffel tower. Oh yeah. There you go. <laughs> Perfect. Cause we have committed a crime. So we get incarcerated, and then we just sort of, like, you know, use Reggie's space technology to, like, fly his saucer into the jail building, right? So it breaks a big <laughs> hole in the wall, and then we just leave. Um, yeah. Great. So that's so, the low point of human experience, I guess. Yes. Is that? That doesn't seem right. Being in jail is, um, well, okay, because what, are we going to torture Reggie? Like, uh, no, that seems wrong. Not uneth- we can't like, not just unethical do, we can't do experiences. That. Okay. Just like, you I know, guess being... jail is a jail is a good low place. Like it sucks and it's boring uh-huh. and a little scary. Yeah. Uh, so that is actually yeah, it's a pretty good low point of human experience. So we what do to... we do? What's a middle one? Are, is, I, to... I think this is the format that we need to do, right? Where we just do like low, middle, high. Yeah. And then that's well, sort of was... like how we how we rock it. I was gonna throw out a few middles. Um, we can okay. get them stuck in traffic in a car, and see hmm. what that's like because that's a pretty kind of lame experience. Oh, but um, okay, can, but maybe it's not just like bad, lame, good. Like, what's the best experience? And then we'll figure out what's in between jail and the best experience, right? Like, oh, okay. <laughs> I mean, it's a hard question. I know that the best experience is like very difficult to even come close to coming up with. Uh-huh. Uh huh. But let's really stretch our brains. Let's figure it out. I've got I've what got one ex- I've got one experience that is typically considered to be the best, but I want to save it till the end. I think it'll be a good a good finisher. So I won't say what oh, I think the, the best Oh, that's the last best thing that he should get is. to do. Okay, yes. okay. They so we'll save. Okay, well, what's the second best then? Second best. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> something that's yeah, it's got to be hard. something that's like incredibly fulfilling. You know, like that oh, has a lot of intrinsic yes. value. Maybe, like, the first time you rode a bike. Oh, yeah, because he's got uh, a whole bunch of new firsts. So he's, like, first time riding a bike. He's going to have... Everything is his first time, literally, yeah. So... Yeah. Okay. So what's the best first, then, right? The so first. Your first kiss. Well, we already kissed him at the Motel 6, so that doesn't <laughs> count. Um, what is... What's the next thing? Um, um, you could do, like... You your... Uh, he, what if he did like a performance or something? Because those are whenever you nail a good performance, like that's always Ooh, really yes. good. So mm-hmm. now, do, yeah. So does Reggie have any talents? Does yeah, he have anything I, that he could perform? I like to think that he's a good actor. Um, oh, okay. Uh, Reggie, Maybe we'll have him on the podcast. <laughs> Look forward to it we next can, week. Well, because it is a we're, he's here for a week, right? So we will have to record a podcast sometime during that week. That's true. Um, so, yeah, so maybe that's the height of human experiences is being on our podcast uh, and talking to us. Um, <laughs> I'm down. Well, okay, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. Oh, that that's the perfect middle experience. <laughs> Preston, that's the middler. That's the middler is recording an episode of Planning for the Worst with Sam and Preston. An exactly middle of the pack experience. It could have been so much better. But, hey, at least you're not in jail. Um, At least you're not in jail. (laughs) Yeah, okay, so look forward to that episode, right, where we're recording with Reggie. I think that's perfect. Um, Yeah. (laughs) The one and only alien from space, and we pull him onto this thing. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, There were a couple other middle-of-the-road experiences that I think would be funny. If you experienced some sort of, like, embarrassing moments, uh, I think of, like, embarrassing moments in middle school. Is it possible for us to get... Reggie to experience something like that. <laughs> oh, so like Does one Reggie of those, gets those moments, like, yeah, those moments are because you'd have to pick the right one because middle school. Yeah, it's embarrassing and stuff. And so you have a lot of bad memories in middle school. But at the same time, like that awkwardness, like sort of made you who you are today. Uh huh. But that's really that's So so those are very good middle of the pack experiences, right? Where you're uncomfortable by them, but you also sort of remember them a little bit fondly. Uh-huh. Um. But I don't know how we can give that to Reggie. 
unless we just like take him to middle school. Yeah, but, like, <laughs> maybe that, he just goes to middle work. school for a school day. <laughs> yeah, that sucks. That's nothing. Um, okay, That's a middle well, maybe, of the road okay. experience. So, so I guess because the middle school itself isn't the middle middle of the road experience. It's remembering middle school and that sort of cringe and awkward thing <laughs> feelings about middle school. So maybe there's yeah. a way. Can we like inject Reggie with some sort of like tented nostalgia or something? <laughs> like or maybe... I've been trying to think of like. <laughs> I've got an idea. Oh, no, maybe go ahead, we Preston. maybe we take Reggie to middle school like on the first day and just leave him there for a couple hours, and then at the end of it, he can be like, "Yeah, that was a middle of the road experience." Like remembering. Oh, it. because that first day is like bad places, and like yeah. public schools are pretty bad. Um, so yeah, we could leave him there for like an hour or two. Yeah. Uh, Twenty teachers just, listening, we're sorry. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry if you were the person who had to babysit Reggie for two hours. Uh, we'll be right back. <laughs> okay yeah so that's good and then like on these experience days so i guess i would say like three days is probably a good amount of time for experiences mm-hmm. um so you have like uh, there you start uh day what is it day three you start day three you wake up in jail i guess because you just got you got arrested <laughs> in the night for hijacking the uh, <laughs> Eiffel Tower. Um, and so you wake up in jail. This sucks. And so you have to break out of jail. Also a pretty bad experience. I guess yeah. by the end of the day, on that day, Reggie is... Reggie just got back from his first day of middle school. Um, and he is pooped. Um, and so... And so from there, we just put him to bed. I guess... Well, okay, because here we have a problem. Here we have a problem where it's like... We did places, right? So now where is he staying, right? Like, how does he... Maybe he needs to have... Oh, so he needs to have, like, a pretty bad sleeping experience, a decent sleeping experience, (laughs) and then the best sleeping experience. (laughs) Yeah. So a pretty bad sleeping experience. Maybe it's like... Maybe we feed him Chipotle for dinner, and, like, he's (laughs) he's lying in bed, and he's got a pretty rumbly tummy, and he's not happy about it. (laughs) Um, Oh, man. (laughs) So so we go to Chipotle for for dinner, maybe. How about that? (laughs) Yeah, that works. (laughs) Okay, okay. Poor guy. (laughs) all right so then the next day next day so we're moving from middle school to i guess well that night we're going to record an episode of the podcast Uh um so that's something that's That's what we'll end that night with and then we'll have a perfectly middling uh sleeping experience how do you create that um i mean just i mean i'd say that the current sleeping you and i have right now are pretty middle of the road Oh, yeah, 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 that's true. I guess there isn't a huge sliding scale, right? So we just, like, I don't know, I'll just go to bed at our homes, <laughs> yeah. and Reggie Reggie can stay with one of us, I guess. I He can't stay with me. I'm on a futon. There's no room, really. <laughs> I've got a bunk bed. He uh, could sleep alien. on. He could sleep on oh, the top a bunk. bunk. Bed. Oh, perfect. Okay, okay. Yeah, so you give Reggie, you give Reggie top bunk. That's his middling <laughs> sleeping experience. Um, and that's right after we recorded an episode of the podcast, so it's a Sunday, uh, and he's feeling good about that. Um, all right. And now to the the day of the best experiences on earth, Preston. Uh, how do you start a day like that? Goodness gracious. Um, we got to start from breakfast in bed. This is day five. Yeah. Got- oh, breakfast in bed. Perfect way to wake up. The best wake uh-huh. up. Yes. Absolutely. And we give them really good food. I'm talking like we get we get like a professional chef to come in and cook breakfast for him. This boy. Uh, he gets mm-hmm. he gets he gets some proper fixings in the morning. <laughs> that was a really Good southern phrase. Oh my gosh, get him get him some country fixings. Pro- proper uh, fixings we'll, in the morning. Bis- biscuits and gravy. <laughs> I'll give him an old time. Well, because here's something that I was thinking about. Right, is I was like, you know, there's all, this. I thought about. I had this exact thought um, before we recorded the episode, and it was like, you know. There's an instinct when you're coming up with all the best things to show somebody on Earth, like to show them all the biggest and best stuff. Uh Right. But like, you know, there's the simple moments in life that are also worth appreciating. Right. So, yes, a nice, simple breakfast, you know, eggs, bacon and toast, but made by like the best chef in America (laughs) would be like a perfect way to start this to start, you know, day five, because, you know, he gets that time to take in like a real slow because the best morning is like a slow morning, mm-hmm. right? Oh, absolutely. And so he gets this slow sort of morning, but it's also like the best quality of a slow morning, and then that's the perfect experience, mm-hmm. right, to start this day, yeah. day five off with. We could take him on a nice walk um, in somewhere that's like really pretty. Oh, yeah. 
a garden stroll. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. We could take it. Well, we could do. Uh, what's the best place to take a stroll? I'm thinking like we've got to go to not Times Square. What's the big what's the big park in New York? Oh, I don't, I don't think that's they've very got good. a big park. I was going to say we could go to we could go okay. to like a botanical garden in Japan. Uh, oh, pretty that'd good. Be really nice. So we take it. I don't speak Japanese. I don't either. But, but we can I mean, walk in know. Japan. We don't need to speak it. <laughs> That's so. <laughs> true. We can land in the garden. Yeah, I guess. and just walk in the garden uh, and just for a sort while. Of walk around. Okay, and zip out. Yeah, easy. So um. take him to Japan. <laughs> uh, he's just had the best best breakfast in the world. Uh, what's like the afternoon evening experience, and then how do we end out the day? Uh, well, we have to show him where's the best place to look at a sunset. Oh yeah, I guess it would be like on top of because we want right? to show him a cool sunset. Yeah, okay, well, maybe this is the day we do Everest, yeah. then. Um, climbing Everest is a lot of people's favorite <laughs> moment in their entire life, uh-huh. um, and so we give him that today, of course, um, and that's at sunset, and then nightlife, what's, where's, where's the best place to do a nightlife? Um, oh, that's a good question. I mean, we could take him to L.A. That's pretty good. L.A., I thought, to- well, I know we already went to Japan today, but maybe that makes it convenient for us, because, like, well, what about, like, Tokyo at night? Like, you see those big... Uh- Okay. Shiny neon buildings. Yeah. I don't know. We're like, still on that. There's like a beauty to those places that are like, you know, hard to tap into and during the daytime. Absolutely. So I don't know. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we just totally down. Now, Sam, we've got a great time. And then he slew. <laughs> oh yeah, we really need to hurry. I was gonna up. say we're we, on. We have got a bigger concerns. task because we've got to get through day six and seven. I know exactly how to do day seven. Day six. Don't and even seven. worry about day seven. We just need to get through day six. Okay, well, what do we do? What's the leftovers then? It's not experiences and it's not places and it's not food. What are the other leftover things? I want to show him a movie or two. Oh, yeah, let's expose like, him to the arts. Art. Yeah, let's get. Okay, so if you have to experience all of the arts in one day, <laughs> I guess well, what you would want to do is you would want to show him like the best art gallery of just like paintings and sculptures mm-hmm. and stuff, your favorites of those. You'd want to show him like, cause some art gets long, right? And we still want to give it that time dedication. So like, he's got to see like a big Broadway play. Oh yeah. Right. Uh-huh. But he also has to see, and then he's got to see like a movie. He's got to see like a short film. He's got to see like all the art in one day, basically. Yeah. So I don't know. Okay. So yeah, I, I guess so. I, he goes to a Broadway play. He sees an IMAX movie. Uh, he goes to an orchestra. Mm-hmm. Uh, goes to a concert. Oh, a roller coaster. Oh, that's Of course, yeah. he rides a roller coaster today on day six. Yeah. We take him to Six Flags. He rides a big roller coaster. Aw. Fun. Reggie's first uh, roller coaster. I hope he is tall enough. He needs to be tall enough to ride. I, I like um, to think Reggie's tall enough. I think he's, like, right at the right at the cap. He's, like, right where he needs to be to get on. Okay, cool. Preston, what movie would you show Reggie? Oh, gosh. If he only gets to see one movie. That's a in his entire life what movie would you show him? yeah i okay for the sake of the meme you gotta show him shrek right shrek yes oh perfect you want to do we can do more callback uh i'll show him we'll show him paul blart oh, oh look at this funny fall funny fall guy good um uh, i don't know we, okay this is a, that's a dumb question never mind preston okay everybody we just showed reginald your favorite movie Yay. it's pretty cool he loved it um, <laughs> he thought it was really good um such a good I movie choice good for that matter well done well done we'll take him to the louvre uh-huh the louvre the louvre, the louvre. <laughs> the, we'll take him to the louvre, the louvre. <laughs> um and we'll show him all the paintings and the sculptures there uh-huh. And that's architecture too, Bing, because that's like a big square, py- a big glass pyramid. Yes. So that's pretty cool. Bam, just on its own. Got it. Um, any other art we gotta we gotta really nail down? I don't. Some experimental stuff, maybe. Yeah, we could we like could show him some performance art. <laughs> <laughs> we could show him Cirque du Soleil. We could take him to like some millennial art that's like abstract. Ooh, Cirque du Soleil yeah. is good. Um, and you know, okay. we'll, we'll show him a whole range of things. We got a whole day to look at art. That's a that's a big day. Uh, but Sam, I want to get to I want to get to this final day. I've, I'm excited for this final day. I thought of it uh, pretty early. Yeah, we got to do it because I don't know how. F- again, I never know how far we are into the episode, but we are. I don't know. We are coming close to time. We're there. So yeah, tell me about day We're seven, there. Preston. What plans do you got for day me? Day seven. Okay. Day seven. Reggie falls in love and he gets married. One of the most important days oh, of anyone's amazing. life is when they get married. 
the day they get married. So okay. wait, if he's going to experience so is, the worst, so this, though, the, does he have to like get married in Vegas and get divorced immediately? <laughs> no. Okay. Well, Preston. Okay, I actually have a fun idea for this. Okay. Right? So day seven is love. Day seven is the theme of day seven is love, and so we st- again we keep up our theme. We start at the lows. And we get all the way to the highs, right? Which is getting married. That moment of bliss yeah. is like the peak of love, uh-huh. I guess, in this scenario. We'll call it, yeah. And so what's the worst? The worst, he's on like 10 dating apps. Oh, um, poor guy. <laughs> we just we put Reggie on like 10 dating apps. He's miserable. He can't find anyone. Um, and he is an alien, so people are not exactly swiping right. Yeah. Um, poor guy. But like, I don't... Yeah, it sucks. Well... Because the problem is, like, how do we find love for Reggie, that's true. right? Like, that's a that's a tough plan because, again, well, how does Reggie, I guess it doesn't, we, it doesn't matter how Reggie looks, but how do we find love for this alien? Um, we could, I mean, I guess if Reggie's I, got all the technology we could ever dream of in the world, could we just beam another alien to Earth for the day? Mm, so for mm, him to, like, have that okay, experience? Sure. And, that, and then... They're going to be really confused. I've got it. I've got it. I mean... I've got it. I've got it. I've got it. Reggie, oh, okay. I love it when you got it. He culminates all the best experiences from the six days, and he takes her on mm-hmm. that, and that's what they do together on day seven. <laughs> <laughs> and they, they, wait, hold on. <laughs> but Preston, it took us six days to do all that. How's he gonna do it well, in no, one no, day? He'll show her. He'll show her like just the best of the best. It, it took us six oh, days. Oh, because we spent so much time on the bad stuff. Yeah, we spent so much time on bad stuff. That he could just show her the be- his favorite things, uh-huh. and then surely she'll fall in love with him from all yeah. that. And then, of course. and then we that while he's off with her for the day, you and I are planning the oh, perfect we're, wedding. We're planning a wedding. Yeah, we're, of we're planning yeah. a wedding together, <laughs> and it's gorgeous. It's beautiful. And then, as soon as they get married, you say, "You may now kiss the bride." It hits the time that he's got to go back. He gets shipped back to wherever he was supposed to come from. <laughs> And that is the end of his experience on Earth. <laughs> Wait, so, okay. Now, that is a great normally, Preston. I'd love to just end the episode right there. But you've forgotten the time he showed up on Earth. He showed up on Earth at, like, 5 in the morning. Oh. <laughs> we met him at a continental breakfast at a Motel 6, Preston. That's true. So he's, what, going to get married at, like, 4.45? <laughs> like, a.m.? Like, that's not good. Okay, okay. What if, oh, okay, I figured it out. I figured it out even better. So we get him that night before, right? That day seven, the evening of that day seven. Uh-huh. Uh, we he, That's when he gets married, right? And he spends that night, you know, on his own with his wife <laughs> in the marital suite. They play board games and, you know, together. Like whatever. Yeah. And yeah, they could, yeah, they play board games <laughs> together. Uh, and then his last moment is waking up next to his wife Aw. And then that's his last... And then he gets beamed off <laughs> he gets into beamed wherever. Because he has to go back to alien work. Aw, poor guy. <laughs> yeah, well, no. But it's, he had his best moment, and then he had to leave. Like, that was the conditions, that's right? Fair. So he wanted to end on a high note. We ended on the highest note. Yeah. And then he leaves. He has to. That's the rules. <laughs> oh, man. Poor Reggie. He's been through a lot. He went through the ringer this week. <laughs> He's been through all of human experiences, actually, um, by my calculations. So, yeah, he's had a he's had a busy week. Oh, goodness. Not exactly a vacation as much as I would call no. it. Um, it certainly was work in, in a way. <laughs> it was busy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was doing a lot. I mean, we tried to give him some slow moments, but it was, yeah, I think probably a little stressful for him. Poor guy. Um Hey! All right. Was well, that an episode of planning for the worst person? Did we do? Yeah, one? I think I think I think we should call it there because we're we're pretty we're pretty good on time now at this point. Again, I'm so sorry we talked about Pepper for so long. <laughs> oh man, <laughs> we've got a policy here about uh, that we've kept so far of no cuts, <laughs> and that Pepper bit went too long, and the whole time I was sitting there and I was like, man, this isn't so yeah, good. I might I I. I hope the pe- I hope the pepper bit was all right. <laughs> <laughs> I suppose you guys will be the judge of that. Um, but yeah, hey, anyways, this has been an episode of Planning for the Worst. I'm sorry I was tired. I definitely woke up more as it went on, and I'm sure you can tell if you listen mm-hmm. to the full episode. Um, <laughs> but anyways, um, thanks for listening. Uh, check out our 
social media stuff. We've got a Twitter and an Instagram. Mm-hmm. If you just look up Planning for the Worst, you'll be able to find it. Sam pretty much runs the Twitter. I run the Instagram. So if you want to engage with one of us specifically, you can talk to us there. And we, you know, we have shared like DMs and stuff with each other. Like we talk about it. So it's not like you won't be speaking to both of us if you text us on one of those things. So uh, you can message us there. Uh, and also, um, please, please, please send in your ideas. Again, this whole idea, this main idea came from uh, Mushru because he, he sent us this idea and we loved it. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, if you send in your ideas, uh, you could be you could be the next Mushru uh, if that's something that you're aspiring to uh, at the end of this podcast as you're listening to it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, and this is this is the proof, right? I mean, like, we just... We just we took your idea and we made a thing out of it. Like we're not here to like just make our our own stuff. Like we want to hear the stuff that you want us to talk about, mm-hmm. and we'll do it if it's good. I mean, we have had some bad ideas, yeah, right. And you wouldn't know who I'm talking about, of course. But yeah, there's been things that have come in, and we're just like we don't really want to talk about that. But you know, you never know until you send it in, and we'll never tell you. Uh, so, <laughs> <laughs> so just send us all your ideas, and maybe it'll turn into an episode or not. Yeah. mention. you know, it'll be it's good for you. It's good for us. And you can even you can even send in your ideas through voice messages. Mm-hmm. You can send them to us uh, on our DMs or at our email, all of which is available on our anchor site or on our social medias. Uh, but there's also anchor has this beautiful feature where you can actually record a voice message yourself, send it to us and we'll play it on the air yeah. of you telling us what your idea is. Uh, and that's like the whole thing. Uh-huh. So that's cool. And also, uh, nobody's done that I, yet, but we'd love to have yeah, that happen. That would be fun whenever that happens. But I was going to say, we were, we're not just going to like never respond to you. Like we'll have some human decency. Like when we see the message, we'll respond. <laughs> oh yeah. Okay. For right now anyways. Yeah. The ideas that are, are coming in, there's not enough of them like i always talk to the people who send in ideas yeah, of course the way but, you yeah, phrased it whatever i just but. mean we won't tell you if we're not going to use it ah yeah, yeah yeah we will of course conference with you we just won't tell you like if this is the idea that we don't like um anyways 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 anyways, anyways. that is an episode of planning for the worst am i wrong no nope, we do it? that was the thing that was an episode okay well great i've been i've been yes, sam i'm preston uh the Ah, and this has been uh, Planning for the Worst. (laughs) Thank you so much for listening to another episode of our show. Thank you, guys. (laughs) We'll see you next week.